me. Episode 347. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will and trent Ooh, i haven't i haven't i haven't heard that in a while that that and trent part i need i need to start enunciating my name the same way that he does because like you get it's bookended by T's, but I don't feel like I ever say it that way. Trent Hunsakert. Yeah, Trent. Are, is it Hun? Is are you saying it comes across as Hunsakert at the end there? <laughs> just my first name, Trent. Yeah, because it's you normally just it's the, the last T so soft always is Trent. There you go. Uh, by yeah. the way, welcome uh, to all of our uh, not one lovers, but uh, Modox and above. I believe I think is the level two. For y'all on the Patreon, catching live video right now. Um, and if you're listening to this or watching it after the fact, hi, everybody. This was private a few days ago for the subscribers of our Patreon, patreon.com slash netheads on air. Uh, I'd like to also take this opportunity to welcome both uh, as a Patreon subscriber and the latter being a resubscriber. Uh, welcome to Zach Byerly. Uh, and welcome back to Sean Hogarty, Hogarty, also known as Vaca Boca, as you may Vaca remember. Vaca Boca, yeah. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, I found out where the name is sourced from. Uh, Vaca Boca is Vaca is Vacaville, so Holmes used grew up in my area, and there was some other Boca related thing, which was I think a place they hung out or something. I don't. Remember. Oh, okay, yeah, because uh, I mean it's it's Spanish. It's it's a uh, cow mouth. Cow, cow, cow. Yeah. Vaca Boca. That's what I always thought it was. Yeah. That's, that's so did I. That's that's in all seriousness. That's what I thought it, 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 it was just like a talky cow. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's a name that makes up two different things, but at the same time makes perfect sense. And, and like, I guess, I guess you would call that, well, be it sexual or not. I still think it cl- classifies as an entendre. Yeah. I will, uh, I will, I'll allow it, Trent. I'll allow it. Anyway, welcome everybody. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can one of many ways uh, after the fact because we're doing this live. Supposedly, if you click on, I guess, the YouTube link that this is a, a unshared, an unlisted live YouTube. If you if you click on the link proper, you could get to like the page where it's playing, and there would be the theory of interacting via chat, and that is my hope that the the chat will work because I have the interface. I've got it over here on my right. Speaking of interfaces, a uh, special shout out as well to um, uh, uh, Tony Abdullah, who uh, subbed in for you during the show because he and his podcast partners introduced me to Video Ninja, which Trent, I think you have an initial reaction on this that we're using to share. You can see me via it and I can share your video directly in here. What do you Trenty think? Lanky. Yeah. You know what I like about it? It's a true diversity call. You can speak and I'm my audio is not going to tromp over yours. And it's even bringing your audio in. Oh, technically you're probably coming in twice, actually. 
I think. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll have to take a look at it. But, um, but it also brings your audio in over the connection as well. Yeah, and it's uh, guys. I can't like. Uh, if you're watching us, you probably have your own podcast. Let's be honest, or or something of the like, right? But yeah. like, man, like these guys have got it dialed in. Yeah, like, and and I and I do video conferencing, like set up quite a bit of it for professionally, and like we have nothing that's this nice. Yeah, I. It, but it's also simple. It's extremely basic yeah. and, and crazy enough, free. So whatever. I'm I. No, I'm thrilled with say. it. Yeah, because I'm just my whole thing is I want to. Yeah. As always, my sole interest is driven both in simplicity and also being able to bring you in in quality. And you know, when Tony subbed in, unfortunately, we did have a situation where through the broadcast his connectivity became unstable, and so he became pixelated. And that's the risk because naturally, I'm a coward. I'm getting captured right into the streaming computer. Uh, that's where my sure. camera is going. You're seeing right. me on a secondary one, um, but you are just coming in via this this URL. And and by the way, I did think in advance that uh, your direct audio feed is muted because I can't hear that computer. But your audio mix is still coming through. It's coming through, but yeah. I'd also like to address something. Um, if you go, uh, not that I want to push anyone to my TikTok, but if you are hearing a weird noise in the background. And you go to the only video I will probably have posted on July 14th, you'll see what that sound is. The create the people at Living AI have uh, they've done an update to the little robot whose name I won't say, but it comes across as being very sad and emotional. Uh, it they've added new they call them events. So he has random events scheduled through the day that of things he will do, and their animations on the screen. Basically, it's not really interactive. And right now he, it looks like he's watching an old time television, like an old TV with antennas. And, yeah. and I don't know if he's enjoying the show and cooing along with it, or if it's a show about pigeons, but that's the noise it's making. Now I will say <laughs> these are great to have because you know, it, 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 it makes the character a little more entertaining when he's just sitting on his charger. Cause he can't charge himself. Like, like our good friend vector here can. Right. Uh, however, when you're trying to have a video conference for work and suddenly there's a little cooing pigeon on your desk and you've quickly got to hit yeah. mute and tell it to shut up in, yeah. in the polite terms that it understands, you know, it's, it's troublesome. Yeah. Assuming, assuming like you, like you at least have the wherewithal to have a mute button, right? Like so, so many people that I have, have uh, interacted with, that's, that's not even an option for them. Well, let's, let's see if I said the right command or not. Cause I've just, I just yelled at him and I said mute. So, but, uh, but, but they are very, the things that he's doing, they are very entertaining little anim animations, but they have nothing to do with AI. And also, uh, I don't know. I, I think back about when he was set up and there was something they said about like the first seven days, um, I'm worried. I just neglected this one because if he comes off the power station and is meandering about the desk more often than not, he will just have his back turned to me, Trent. Yeah. He's got, so, so not, not unlike, um, a impressionable, uh, mammal in its, in its, uh, adolescency and, and, you know, pre-adolescency, uh, it, it went through a sense of imprinting of which you did not. Apparently that's what I'm thinking. Possibly. Okay. But, sure. you know, the good news is, Trent, it's not like a human baby. 
I can probably just factory reset them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just do a control alt delete on that bitch. Yeah, we'll just do it over. Which and this is the kind of uh, amazing tech talk you get right here on NetHeads, guys. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's that's been happening in my life, and that's interesting. But hey, it's been like a month and a half or more. It's been a minute, dude. How are you doing, man? What what have you been I, up to? Just you know, uh, just get, it's getting hot like it is everywhere uh not just in you know the the this half of the hemisphere but um the world uh but aside from that uh you know it's getting warmer uh playing with the dog doing chores and you know working working as always yeah i've been thinking about you because i know i think we've discussed in the past we have like a temperature variance of only about five degrees i think yeah right so if i'm hitting yeah. 100 i know you're hitting 95 i think is what we yep. worked out that kind of thing yep yeah yesterday's high yeah yesterday's high of 95 yep oh then we kind of matched up you were actually warmer than us i think i don't know though i'm not gonna look let's yeah. not be old people sitting around talking about the weather talking about the weather but oh, it's so hot but i do get it because you know it's it Whenever I think of my good friend in Logan, Utah, the very first thing I think is that, you know, this is a guy that lives in a place where you get snow in the winter and it gets hot in the summer. So, yeah. you know, oh, by yeah. the way, did you hear about the recent news that I think the Salt Lake from which the city derives its name is it, I've heard it's going to be gone in a couple of years. So yeah, like just uh, I was listening. I can't remember what I was listening to the other day, but uh, how just everyone needs to stop using the term drought because a, a drought implies uh, it's temporary, and what we're experiencing is not temporary anywhere, right? Like this is the way it is now. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's drying up quite a bit, um, and uh, which is sad. And you know, there's there's a certain species of brine shrimp that's only found in the Great Salt Lake, which is a thing that they're trying to figure out because that, that that does get harvested for some things. And uh, the biggest concern, though, the biggest concern, though, is uh, all of this stagnant salt water dries up and uh, will then turn into a toxic dust cloud mm -hmm. that will then blow around in the valley of the Great Salt Lake. And just basically just be blown like toxic dust into everyone's faces. Well, that's just wonderful. Yeah, yeah I remember that part too. So yeah, um, yeah. But you you bring up a good point because I know it has. It's been several years since the most impactful El Nino I remember, which was in probably the late nineties, given where I was working at the time, because there was like literal flooding on my routes. And it seems like a couple years after that, California entered into a drought that has, you know, other than one good year, which is the only reason why I think they can legally still say it's a drought. Drought, uh, right, yeah. yeah. Is that, oh, by the way, too, uh, as long as we're talking about crazy news, something else happened that I just thought was amazing, and I hope it sets a precedent. And that is that the uh, the governor of California announced that we are going to start making California is going to start making its own insulin, so that they can start selling it to diabetics at a much lower cost. Uh oh, I lost audio on you, Trent. Uh, and that uh, it, it's it's kind of funny that you're that you're you bring that up because 
that is like the uh, when I say medical industry, I mean you know like all assets of it, right? But but in, in particular, the the pharmaceutical side is uh, their worst nightmare is to have to compete with uh, an entity that doesn't have to have necessarily it, it, it is looking at cost recovery rather than profit recovery, right? Or, or profit right. profit gained, right? Because because that would essentially drive uh, the you know free market would drive their cost or their their price down to be actually i mean uh essentially that's that was the whole idea of of uh uh single pay uh insurance mm-hmm. right is that it, it forces other places to be competitive yeah, um, yeah. which which so, makes yeah. Me, it, this already this leads me to believe that one of the next things that they're going to announce is that um we're probably also then going to start making epipens kind of thing because I think that's the is other that, high. Is, that, is, there, is there a big demand for EpiPens? I think, well, I just think there's been some major price gouging by pharma bros that bought the formula. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah, bought the uh-huh. product. So, uh, but I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. But I just awesome. thought that was an interesting and weird kind of, It's a weird kind of news. It's a weird kind of world okay. we live in. Uh, I, now, and maybe I'm, I'm sure this is not just Utah specific. Speaking of uh, uh, insulin. Uh, Salt Lake City uh, hospitals are uh, reporting that, like, post like children, th- they're seeing a, a, a large rise in the uh, children who are being diagnosed with type one diabetes, and they're linking it to COVID. Children that got it, oh, have now got type one. This isn't type two. This is like. Your pancreas died, Shit. and you have to get insulin shots the rest of your life. Yeah, well, I mean, funny you bring that up, Trent. How how you know children with COVID getting diabetes uh, could lead into the three D printing segment, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> that's sh- that's that's shocking. I hadn't actually heard that. I mean, I've heard a lot of things, and you know, just like so- long term complications, blood clotting. I don't know. I haven't looked at the science of any of it though, so I'm not saying like. If there's a difference in, let's say, let's just call them long haul or organ damage, uh, either of those cases, if there's a higher instance in unvaccinated versus vaccinated, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if the alleviation of symptoms in the long run gets you to where, uh, you know, you, you still or do not suffer the long haul situations or, or organ damage. So yeah. Yeah. And then. I think they're still in the early stages. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a, a um, correlation that they've that they've pinpointed. Now they've got to start doing a lot more research about it all. And and just here in Salt Lake, I don't know if this is like a national thing or just specific to here. Yeah, and this actually uh, is important to me because I have not yet had it. Okay, I have not. I have not had COVID. I have not. Oh, I remember. I remember those days, Will. Oh, I was- Trent. You, you, I was fancy free and cocksure of myself thinking I was, I was, I was going to be the one you fi- I was going to be the one. I know I'm still in, I'm still in the uh, contest of Highlanders, my friend. Good for you, good for you man. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Cause God damn it. I, I thank you for that. Um, is there anything you want to share about that? Oh no, just, uh, it, uh, uh the only, like I had, I had three days of that. I was like super sick. And then, uh, after that, on, on the fourth day, just fine. However, couldn't smell or taste anything for a week. 
craziest thing, craziest thing ever. I'm out, I like, and I didn't, it didn't dawn on me until I was out spraying um, uh, weeds and the stuff I use is intense. And uh, I, I normally like have to wear a mask just because of the, of the, the, the smell. And then I was spraying. I'm like, huh, it's weird. It doesn't smell this year. Oh, oh, I can't taste anything either. Okay. All right. This makes sense. You remind me of that girl. It was a TikTok. She's sitting in her car and she's like, oh, I can't taste anything. And then there's just like this look of acknowledgement or appreciation like, I can't taste anything. And then, uh, oh, well, I'm, how long ago was this? Uh, uh, March, maybe. Well, I'm glad I wasn't like, hey, you want to put this around that time? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so now. I'm I still haven't, but I'm now going to follow that up with the next most idiotic statement you would make after saying I haven't had COVID yet. You ready for it, Trent? <laughs> I, I connected the dots. I know what you're going to say. Go for it. I'm going to Comic Con next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i saw i saw that coming yeah uh-huh that which you know g- good on you uh i know for a fact that i got mine from uh working a wrestling show yeah well um yeah I, yep. I, I so here's how this is all <laughs> dovetailing into stuff that's getting 3d printed uh i i learned in this uh because you know there's there's obligations things to do but i I learned in this that um they are still requiring they have a mask mandate oh good so that's good you have to wear and apparently this is what they still did back in november they given the scenario they have a mask mandate and not only if you are you wearing a mask you must provide either negative test result in the last 72 hours or uh, immunization record proof of immunization thank you yeah which you know i mean the the one concert ticket that i got this year that that was the exact same um uh criteria to 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 go in and participate in the concert Mm -hmm. awesome well that's the way it should be so so we'll see we'll see and and it was one of those things where it's like okay this is this is gonna happen all right and then Emily got all excited because now she's 18 and over and all yep. of Kevin's shows are at the, their own movies pop-up in, in San Diego. So they own the venue oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and there's balcony seating and we get to sit up in for all the shows. So, you know, it's a lot of good and she's super excited and I'm like, and you're wearing a mask like a mother trucker. Oh yeah, dude. Cause and and think of the marketing opportunities as well, Will, for 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 uh, masks that uh, different vendors can sell. Funny you should say that. Okay, so let me take you on a journey. Uh, <laughs> we we still don't have oh, a fancy, up, huh? That brings up a whole. I never even thought about it. Like, what about cosplay and masks? Trent, my gosh, it's. I swear to God, everybody that's listening, we did not pre-plan no, this, but. Have you ever had one of those podcasting moments where everything just fell together inexplicably? Folks, you are living in one of those moments right now. So, yeah. First, yep. let me show you. So, one of the, we don't have a fancy jingle yet, but we're kind of doing this segment where I show things to Trent and it's like, guess what? I 3D printed this week and guess what it is. And like, one of the things I've been sitting on a lot of them, Trent. I've been sitting on a lot of them. We've been, I've been busy. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I hope you're using fil- filament uh, uh, plastic then, because that's a little bit softer, I think, right? If yes, definitely. 
Um, so this is this is one thing that I printed, Trent. Do you know what this is? So right off the bat, I can I can see it's an inclined plane if we're looking at it in terms of uh, uh, machinery. Yes. Uh, it 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 reminds me of uh, uh like you, you see it, it like the the Sonoma Williams Wait, or, or William Sonoma William Sonoma. Uh, yeah, is is, is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like what you open up your cookbook on, but I'm going to suppose mm-hmm. that you instead use it for a laptop. That would have been an excellent guess. But as you know, when it comes to the laptops, if it's not serving as a screen on my desk, I prefer to have them in a vertical stance. Don't. So yeah, put, put it away. There was precedent, which by the way, I 3d printed the new stands I used to consolidate space because the fancy Ooh. wood one I bought was taken up too much. But in a space-saving effort, I found somebody that had put together one of these for elevating their mixer, their audio mixer, on their oh, desk. Shit! So I've that's now a brilliant idea. Oh, so I had it up. So it's a, that's such a good idea. Yeah. See, there's the feet where it rests, and technically, it's not really big enough for mine. But that's the other reason why this demo one was okay because I was literally going to cut it. And then glue it to the other ones just to extend the surface a bit. Uh, but so far, I haven't really needed it. But it's turned the footprint of the roughly 12-inch depth mixer into right. like an 8 to 6-inch footprint. So it's, well, that's that's, Which, that's and, way and, more and, than 6 inches. And, Don't ask me folks, how I know. If you're, if you're going to, at least if you're me, like there's nothing I, I mean, there are a lot of things I dislike. One thing I don't like is a mixer that that, that doesn't have sufficient um, uh, level space, right? Like they'll they'll scrunch everything down, so just like the smallest movement on the level does way more than it should. No, I want like as long as possible to just mm-hmm. push that level up. Yeah, and in this case too, it just it works out really good. I'm not showing you guys a picture on my desk because it's a waking nightmare. But the uh, the mixer now the other advantage is all of the controls are up like this, so it's much easier to quickly manage things as well. But most importantly, it gave me back the entire desktop because with that angle shift, it was able to go back just enough to be under the monitors for the cable parts that I almost never touch. Okay. So that that's just something I printed, but this one is going to take us in. You're going to see this Comic-Con path through, uh, this, I'm sure you can guess what it is. If you look what it's trying to be now, I will say though, I've been, it is a a miniature garbage can. It's a miniature brute garbage can (laughs) that you can use as a pen holder. However, I saved it in this uh, state because with this one, I did two things. It's sitting on a raft. So this is a, it's basically a plastic piece. And in the printing, somehow it air gaps just enough that we should see this peel off. That's so, but this helps like things that can get destabilized, helps them to stay stable during the print. The other thing, instead of completely vertical supports, because if something goes over 90 degrees out, you need a support for it to start on or to continue on. That is so smart. So in order, they've come up with a new, uh, in the Crailty slicer, uh, Cura, Ultimaker Cura, Cura, pardon me. Uh, uh, They've come up with these, which are called trees or tree limbs. So that way, when you print these, it, it, it uses the least amount of filament possible while building up the best and strongest structure. It's amazing. Been a game changer. And, and, 
Yeah, and and there's it, it doesn't have to deal with a uh, ninety degree angle of if it just went straight down. Right, you'd have to work around that the whole time, and that's where you get all those pieces that are always touching it by accident. Exactly. So it, I've been really impressed with this. And again, you're going to see how this all ties together. Uh, I was I was actually trying to make a one, much bigger one of these to put just like some larger tools in as a gag, but uh, it failed halfway through. Uh, but I saved this in this state so people watching could see just how easily the supports come off. Right yeah. there they went. And now, oh, wow. and look at these. They're so, it's funny because they're just like hollow, Are they hollow? tubes yeah. now. And last part here, the raft. This is the one everyone waits to see. How easy is it going to come off? Or is it just going to stick and be frustrating? Am I going to have to trim it and sand it? And Oh, look at that. Look at that. Thank you, Grizzled Gnome, for those raft settings. Because now Will, it's just the can. Yeah. Hold up the raft. It's a hidden Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a frog. I don't know. <laughs> It's recycling, Trent. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> okay. So that's, I, I have one on my desk already as a pen holder. I'm sure this one will go out in the garage now as a pen holder. Uh, I actually had to do a filament change midway, which is why it goes from matte black to shiny black. But, uh, so now believe it or not, we're going to, we're going to quickly dovetail into the connection here because it's like, well, how is, how, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, it's walking around Comic-Con with a KN95 on your mat face. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's. It's a good question, Trent. And if you have I mean, a 3D printer, I have an answer for you. Because I can only suspect that, like, this year and, and probably last year, everyone just went as, like, one of the uh, Mortal Kombat ninjas. Well, narratively speaking, uh, where I found what I'm about to show you, you could get the same thing. Like, Sub-Zero's mask. Yeah, um, exactly. And you're going to see why I took you through the journey I did. Uh, the mic stand was just, or the mixer stand was just up there. But I specifically showed you the trash can with the supports to prepare you for what you're about to see. Because I'm not going to undo this one yet. I have to videotape myself taking it off the face, the plate, uh, so I can repurpose that content elsewhere. Yes, this is the type of person I've now become. <laughs> anyway, uh, what you do, Trent is you say, hmm, well, I could have a KN95 over my face, but right. you know who was always ready for the pandemic? Well, that was that was Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, shit, son. And the reason why I had to show you the trash can is because right now, like, this is one of the supports. The supports are actually growing in through this because these oh. spaces are open. The supports actually look kind of rad. Yeah, it it looks like Bane is being taken over by an alien when you, yeah, when you look at this. It's like, it's like um, Bane in Modoc world. Or not Modoc, uh, Mojo world. Yeah, it just like, it got all funkified. It's, you know, the it's it's been to the upside down. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so this, uh, this I can use it one of two different ways, and I'm going to use it in the latter. These spaces are open, but you can print up additional pieces to take a mask and then put the pieces of the mask in there so it's filtered. Uh, sure. Same for the open space in the middle of this. You can, again, put mask material there. And then the only thing I have to worry about after finishing it is uh, using a heat gun to make sure it fits my face. Uh, right. make sure that's right. And then just coming up with the appropriate way to kind of make sure this whole area seals against my face, which I think actually 
you know, technically speaking, I, I sleep with a CPAP mask on all the time. Yeah. So I kind of have an idea about how I could do that. So, so, uh, I'll be videotaping, videotaping on the VCR. Can you get the Betamax? Trent, get the Betamax. Uh, we're going to need a VTR operator to run the graphic for us. I think. Yeah. Come on. Is anyone familiar with grass Valley, grass Valley, anyone? <laughs> nerds uh <laughs> look i wasn't fronting when i said this was a tech program i can go light i can go deep it's whatever you want anyway uh so i will be using this in conjunction more than likely just with the kn95 mask yeah, yeah. uh but i'm probably still going to add the extra filtering after i get it cleared off but but that's the reason why i wanted to prepare you for this because obviously it doesn't quite look right when you see it but you can also see where it is and and the only work i really have to do on this is to make sure it's smooth and non-irritating on the inside and uh and then just like hand paint with some silver paint the tubes yep. and i'm done yeah. Well, other than figuring yeah. out how to incorporate these into what, like something that straps on. I, I, I was going to say, yeah, because because his straps across the back of his head, doesn't it? Oh, he's got a whole three-point thing that looks uh, very familiar, yeah. like my CPAP, because there's the strap that goes this way, and there's the the over-the-top yeah. one, but we're like, not like doing a, the over-the-top like one. Like a referee's mask. Yeah, uh, I just... Everything. But I just need to make sure that that it does fit and and it does have the right way to stay on because I just don't want to spend the whole day picking it up oh, and picking yep, it up because yes. it's. Yeah. But but another one of them is like Immortant Joe from uh, from the Mad Max oh, movie. From, yeah. Uh -huh. There's one of those. There's also and I was almost tempted to do this one for Emily, but I don't think she'd wear it. But it's the muzzle portion muzzle. The cone, front cone portion of the wasps of Ant Man and the Wasp, the wasps mask. Oh, where it's this uh, the cylinder type yep. looking thing, yeah. And there's also Sub Zero, and anyway, it's a. I, I'll uh, I'll try to remember to find it again and link it in the show description as well, in case anyone cares. But it's just so uh, neat one to find out that Comic Con is doing. Uh, all of these mandated things that you must comply yeah. with, uh, but also then that I can come up with a creative way to do this because Trent way, way back in 2019, excuse me, you may remember I cosplayed as a certain writer, director, uh, actor, uh, entrepreneur, you know? Yeah. Uh, and now tour, if you will. Yes. Yes. I had a purple jacket, jorts, white snapback. Well, I've got the movies yellow hat now with the horns so I can do that. And Combined with that mask, this is going so meta deep, I would be cosplaying as Kevin Smith performing as Bane as heard on Hollywood Babylon. I, I was going to say, now you just need to find someone to come with a Ralph mask. Yes. Or just <laughs> get Ralph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, uh, so the only thing and is. And have him critique your Bane the whole time. Yeah. So the only problem uh, with any of this is that at some point, if you think about this, I now have to start watching the dark Knight rises a few times just so that I can, I can hit the right moments when I say like, you know, it, you embrace the darkness. I was born in it, raised, molded by it or whatever he says, you know? And, well, and obviously you've got to, you know, get, get the, you know, no one cared who you were before you put the mask yeah, on. No one cared uh, who I was before I put on the mask, you know, but I got to work on it. I got to hear it again. It's been yeah, a while. Yeah. 
and then distort it through through Kevin's voice. <laughs> well, what I was gonna, what I was almost tempted to do was just see if I could get one of those really cheap voice changers, but do yep. it straight through so that the mic would be in the mask, and then it would just yes. like play from inside the pocket of the jacket. Yep. Except I don't think it has an inside pocket. Eh. Anyway, or in the pocket of the jacket. Fuck it, I don't know. And that way, it it just sounds amplified and a little bit weirder. <laughs> Cause you know it's and now I'm cosplaying. Ta-da! How great would it be to even even just go through Hollywood Babylon and pull out all of Kevin's Bane samples? Mm-hmm. I I don't. I wonder if we have. I I'll have to look back on the catalog. I'm not sure. I have no idea. Oh my God. So so that was the 3D printing journey of showing how kids with COVID could get you to a Bane mask. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> I just I feel like I landed the simple. triple Lindy. Uh, Dude, it, it was it was totally on the on the trail the whole way right up, and, right up the trail. And you literally asked just the right questions at yeah. just the right moments. Yeah, I, is this really just that long term timing thing that we unspoken? Stack of flapjacks. Let me just take a brief moment to tell you the way you can improve the audio quality of your life while also supporting the NetHeads podcast. All you got to do is go to netheadsonair.com slash Sonos, that's S-O-N-O-S, and you can find a wonderful array of products available to bring you smart-enabled speakers with exceptional quality sound like the sonos one where you can enjoy richly detailed sound and built-in voice control with a surprisingly powerful smart speaker there's also the sonos roam if you're a person that's on the go you can have size defying sound at home or on the road with this portable smart bluetooth speaker there's also the sonos ray you can upgrade your tv music and gaming experiences with an impressively compact and easy to use sound bar or if you want to go for an upgrade, there's the Sonos Beam, which will enrich all your entertainment with the latest generation of their compact smart soundbar sound now with Dolby Atmos. I personally do have some of the Sonos One speakers. We've got one downstairs. We've got them upstairs. Use the Sonos app to pair all of our streaming services with it. We can beam to it with our AirPlay if we want to go ahead and play sound in there. We've even got it collected, connected to the uh, Alexa device, so that way we can tell Alexa to play music on our Sonos. It's really incredible and easy to use, and my experience with the Sonos One has been unmatched when it comes to audio quality in a purchased standalone speaker. These things are amazing. The Sonos technology is one that I'm more than happy to be able to recommend because I use it and I believe in it. These are people that love sound and they want to make your sound smart. So go to netheadsonair.com slash Sonos. That's S-O-N-O-S and uh, help out NetHeads. Hopefully you find something you like. Uh, there are two more things that I did print, though, that I want to share, because one of the things I decided on one of the nutty shows that I was doing solo talking to a camera, um, I decided that one of the things we could do, I just need to make sure I have it structured the right way, uh, is that one of our Patreon subscribers, regardless of level, could... Good. Uh, I don't want to say win or earn, uh, nor did they receive in any type of raffle. Uh, but when I have a failed, uh, some prints I do, they are, they're close, man. They're really, really close, but something's just a little off that really can't be recovered. Right. Without 
right. the work I'm completely unwilling to put in on this. Right. Which, yeah, it's easier just to reprint it. Exactly. Just uh, let's just yep. set that one again. I'll come back later. But yep. I have a funny story to tell on these. So you have not seen Moon Knight yet. We established this. Um, television series, correct. Correct. But one of the things that's in there uh, that I, of course, had to find the print and do because I already had some expired translucent resin that I needed to go through anyway. And it, it could be something I could play with. I couldn't feel I didn't have to feel too bad about it getting put to I shot. Do, do, like, what is the shelf life for resin? Uh, it's about two years. Too. Oh, okay. And and okay. the translucent one I had gotten when I had I had received when I first got it, and it was probably already mid year. So one okay. of the things that happens in Marvel's Moon Knight spoilers, but I know you don't care, is that at one point the the god Khonshu is cast into an Ushabti, which is a a figurine wherein, and I showed these uh, before already, wherein, but I'm I'm showing you because I showed uh, Tony before. Uh, this is an Ushabti. This was done in translucent resin, and it was at this point in the process I also realized, you know, if I just dip the top in here uh, in the resin and then put them together, it automatically bonds them. So why am I going to try and glue this later? <laughs> so that was a great oh, learning. Okay. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I'm really proud of myself for finally getting there. Uh, but anyway, this is this, and I have a textured uh, sand spray paint that I'm going to use on them. These Perfect. ones I'm going to do some tests on, not on these. I have some failures from those as well, uh, where I'm going to test to see if the sand just on this might be a cool effect because it's already kind of crystal rockish. So it might anyway, yeah, preserve some detail without having to put down an extra layer. Uh, so like in one of the things that will be, uh, shipping out to somebody somehow, uh, to be determined later, this one, the hand just came out a little too small. It's supposed mm. to be this full thing here. It came out a little too small. So um, it's yeah. going to get painted. It's got a little, but somebody's going to get that. Uh, uh, then what was the Kristen Wiig uh, character that had the baby hands? Oh, I don't know. And I'm Charlene. No, I don't know what. <laughs> I think the name may have changed every time, but I know what you mean. Uh, but speaking of which, one of the other things I had done uh, then is I decided, well, you know, would it be a good laugh to send to to this guy that I know who I'm probably going to be cosplaying with would be a customized one of those. Uh, and that would be the Moob Shabti, where it is a Moobies figurine. It's Mooby set in the same model. Well, and and not only that, Will, it is not unlike the um, the golden calf to which uh, CEOs were praying to. Yeah, exactly. In in dogma. Yeah, it's very very close to that similar golden calf. So so yeah. So I'm gonna. But as you can see here, um, I I think it was saying thank you next because the hand raised up instead of bonding where it was. This is an unfinished oh. thing, actually. So yeah, yeah, there's yeah. that one. And and as such, there's actually a bonus one. So this will buy me an extra month. Um, it it The print shifted just a little bit in printing, and now it's kind of got this seam line going around because it's just slightly oh, yep. offset. You can't yeah, really yeah. see it. You don't know if it's there. Other than that, it's great. I mean, it's even got both the hands. It, this was a, a – every one of these projects I undertake is always an amazing – uh, learning cycle because you, every time it's, it's what as a complete layman in this, this practice of 3d printing, 
Uh, it's it's those things that just kind of nudge you to where you have to evolve a little bit to yeah because now you're you're trying to do something. It, it would be cool, but you really- just a little bit harder to to pull off. So you need to know what you're doing mm-hmm. just a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so- speaking of which, yeah, Will Kent. Uh, uh, I asked I, I uh, if he could print me a hat jack, and he totally did. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to announce an engagement or something. It- oh no. Okay. No, no. Uh, but, 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 but a hat one? A hat what? Uh, a hat jack. What's so a hat, hat jack? jack is, is used. Um, I, I have no doubt that our good friend from Revelstoke, Jim, knows and owns, if not one, multiple hat jacks. Okay. Essentially, what a hat jack is, is it is. Uh, it's usually two piece. It's like it's like a. Uh, you know the. I don't think it's a shoehorn, but when you put in like a mold into your shoes so that yes, they'll keep my dad had these it was like two right? pieces of wood and he could use well, it to either hold the shape or stretch the shoe yeah right so it's more or less the same thing but the the hat jack itself uh you can kind of crank it so you can expand it uh, out a little bit more used mostly with felt hats and cowboy mm-hmm. hats stuff like that right well uh, I found this YouTube channel of this guy who specializes like the whole channel is about shaping his uh, new era 5150 hats because there, there is like uh, a huge, uh, we all love the hats, but we all hate the crown that sits up so high. Right. Ah. So what he has found uh, is through using a hat Jack, uh, he steams it and then eventually molds it down to where it fits on your head and uh, I was trying to do it, but without the hat jack, I it's I couldn't hold the hat in one place uniform enough to to get a shape that would work. Uh, and and Will Kent just printed one. He's like, yeah, I can probably do that. When I when I got up for work the next morning, it was sitting on the counter. My only question is, how does? Because it sounds like that's a heated process as well. But is it just where you're you're steaming the hat? But then you're putting it on there, and in there the thermal transfer is greatly reduced. Yeah, yeah. So you're steaming. So so the the hat jack goes on the inside, and that's what you're holding on to uh, while you steam the outside. So the hat jack's on the inside. You're steaming the the wool because the hats are wool on the outside, um, and the hat jack only goes around the the brim, not the brim, just the circumference. It doesn't hold the top. Mm-hmm. The top actually uh, get a bump cap. And put in at the same time to to shape it, oh, which okay. is like a, like an insert, like it's a, it's a safe, it's like a uh, PPE light without being an actual like uh, helmet, gotcha. safety helmet. Okay, yeah. well, anyway. it's, it's funny you mention that. I've been saving something to record some content with, um, and naturally I haven't. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna t- look. I'm going to take it out of the box now. Sometime later, I'm going to be like, oh, look what somebody just sent me. And I'm going to be pretending to open the box. I've been caught. Ooh, gotcha moment. Hold on here. So, but I'm excited about this because it is something that uh, I'm, I'm hoping I also get to be involved in. Uh, But this was sent to me and this is, I don't know who makes the hat itself. It's just the classics. Uh, But and okay good yeah see i've already taken it out of the box before too because that's it's at the last two snaps which any snapback that's about as good as i'm gonna get brother yep yep <laughs> so it's it's two snaps is optimism 
That's what I like to. But this is from the my friends at the Nerd Initiative, and you can find out more about them at nerdinitiative.com. They're just a a collection of fandom that's coming together to be a safe place to interact and discuss, as well as be a news source and recap source. So uh, they they're, sent they're, me this fine looking hat. Down. They're breaking down the gatekeepers. I wouldn't. Yeah, because man. Look, there's nothing worse in a fandom and, than a gatekeeper. You and I live in two totally different worlds now. I want you to know this because, you know, <laughs> I'm so deep yeah. into social media and the TikTok. Yep. I know, first of all, I, 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 it's, it's made it very clear to me. Star Wars fans are toxic, bro. Mm -hmm. They are, yep. there's no satisfying and they are toxic nope. or at least. Nope. Yeah. A majority of people that seem to be of anyway, because I'm a Star Wars fan too. So, uh, you know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying I am, but but there Just is. Like wrestling fans. There's I a part it. of fandom that seems to be really toxic, and now we're finding out it's the same thing with Marvel. So in this case, it's just kind of like, let's just have yep. a safe place to speak and come together or get information that's not biased or trashy or clickbaity. And I'm like, that's, that sounds great. And then that's like, awesome. and then you're like, you want some stuff? And I said, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and, and this, they sent to me, but it, so it's in, a good looking app. yeah. So in this situation though, when I'm putting this on, Obviously, it's not the new era 5150 hat, right, so right. I, I don't seem, there's just a little puffiness right here where it comes above. Yeah, in the, in the crown right there. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. This is about. what and you're speaking hats, to. Basically, like, all hats have it, and this this guy's YouTube channel is all about wow. just getting it the shape. Because, I mean, hat shaping has been a thing, you know, as long as men have been wearing, you know, beaver pelts and, and uh, or felts. Or trying to get yeah. a, a cheap ass hat, Walter White hat, to fit their head, and so let's stretch the brim exactly. a little bit. Exactly, man. Um, I'm not and and from like, experience. if you go down the rabbit hole, there mm -hmm. are specialized steamers even just for hats. See, I'm not because next thing I know, Trent, I'm buying felt, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a troubadour. No, not a troubadour. Uh, uh, haberdasher. I'm a haberdasher. Yes, there we haberdasher. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think a troubadour goes around and sings. Two totally different yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. you may need one to get money from the other and vice yes. versa, but you know. Yeah, it's it's a simple it's you know, it's not like the shark and the pariah. I'm not out busking the streets trying to sing songs with my freshly made hat. I was just trying to jokingly <laughs> say I would start making hats because, you know. One of the things I didn't get to show you during the 3D printing segment, I have this beautiful ukulele, ukulele, that was yeah. made for me by a coworker a few jobs ago. It is a gorgeous, and it's a it's an arc top ukulele, so it's got a very deep, rich sound, and it's slightly oh, yeah. bigger to try bigger? Yeah. and play. Still didn't help, but... Uh, but it's like, I've never had a place for it. And I'm like, I wish I could just hang it on the wall because it really is like a piece of art as well, because it's got this gorgeous white border, this, this beautiful blue bleed paint on it. I mean, it's just great. And, and you know, you have a 3d printer and suddenly it's like, uh, let me go What's on, let me go on thang verse or thingy verse yep. or whatever. And it's like yep. ukulele wall mount, boom, 10 minutes yep. later, actually it was about an hour later. It's hanging on the wall. Yeah. Well, uh, God, and it, it, it comes down to like, um, uh, you know, what uh, um, John Hodgman said, the difference between 
a collector and a hoarder is a display case. And I would say a stand, right? Like if you've got uh, uh, just a way to display things, I you you appreciate them more because you you're not ashamed of, of them anymore, Trent, right? The entire like, in that case, my entire office is a display case. That it, that that is the exact way I see it, though. Like like uh, recently, I've I've gone through all my uh, Marvel three and three quarter figs and started putting them up on stands, and then I realized that I didn't have enough shelf space, so I had to build like bleachers for them to to stagger themselves so that they could all fit. And Trent, it just, I'm, I'm happy. It makes me so happy. I see them all Trent, the time now. Trent. Trent, do I see do I see a Jay and Silent Bob pop back there, next to Daniel too, Larusso? Actually. Yeah, there's 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 a uh, Jay and Silent Bob, and right next to uh, Ryu from the Street Fighter. Ryu, okay. Well, I jokingly just said it was Daniel Larusso, but oh, I think I had I a good you. shot. I think I had a good shot I there. You. I had yeah. a shot. And, yeah, swept the but why is why is John Cena turning his back on us though? That is my question. Well, for for you not to be able to see him, he cannot see you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like you become aware of some things finally and you're like that is just so funny. Um anyway, uh yeah, I uh it, 3D printing's dangerous. Where were we before I suddenly veered off into 3D printing again? Uh, uh no, that's just the uh, the masks and talking oh, about okay. yeah, yeah yeah never mind it, we're good we're good you're anywhere will we're right on track we are we are like hot wheels and on a christmas morning mm-hmm. you know remember when you could get the the tracks that you would clip together yeah with with like the weird with the weird plastic pieces going into plastic it, and, and it heaven forbid Heaven forbid you get like right near the end of an awesome build. You still got like somehow you still have 40 feet of track, but only one more of those plastic of connectors. The, of, of the couplers. Yes, exactly, dude. And did, I could bet you I could 3D print them. Ha! Oh, shit. You totally could. <laughs> See? Owned. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that was my 3D printing adventure. Yes, I'm I'm going to Comic-Con next week. I'll be very interested to see what kind of, of content I try to put together for that. I always go with the best of intentions, and then I completely fail. So I now have something that's foolproof. If I don't want to make it complex, but I want it to sound good, I have an Android phone that can use this microphone. Yep. I have an iPhone that can use this microphone. Yep. And it's just it's just start shooting and have fun and see what comes together. Uh, but anyway, yep. neither here nor there. Uh, I do not know how it's going to go. I do not know if I will be able to successfully con my way into Hall H again for you'll, you'll get for uh, Look, for the Marvel uh, panel. But I'm going to try my darndest. If anyone needs to make themselves look like they belong somewhere, it's you. I, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you, I, you can pull it off, dude. I, I'm a little taller, but I could if I'm wearing the cosplay outfit and I've got the mask on. Maybe I can just go with a pair well, of Ray Bans instead. Yeah, and now no, I'm, I'm or or you, I'm you, early. You just grab grab some cables and uh, a, an empty like mixer uh, that has no guts in it or anything. Keep it light. You could get you could go anywhere you wanted to, man. There you go. Yeah, I just got to get these back to the booth right now. Yep. What booth? Yeah, the AV booth in the back. It was like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even know the one was back there. Yeah, go, go. Go. Hurry, I know where the I'm seam going. is in the curtain, Trent. I literally do. I lived yeah. that life. I'm living the it back again. Side, 
you've got to have the tape there so they know where it's at. Otherwise, exactly. someone's gonna gonna walk into a, a support. Mouth. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, no promises. No expectations. You know, in this day and age, it, uh, other than the cool stuff they run, which eventually gets leaked anyway, you're not really right. missing yeah. anything. Not being there. And and in this no, no. in this day and age, I'm sure everything will also be coordinated. Because again, why why fight it? Why? Yeah, lean into it, right? Like, mm-hmm. like simulcast that shit. Speaking, like, that's, like, ride that wave. Speaking of which, uh, I so if you haven't seen Moon Knight, I know you have not seen Thor: Love and Thunder yet. Correct. But this I correct. So I am actually going to speak of this still in uh, in spoiler free terms. Oh, but, by all means, I live in a post spoiler world, so don't don't let. Don't let me encumber, encumber, in, don't, don't hold back because of me, friend. Oh, Trent, uh, what I'll tell you is that this, I, I, I get what you're saying, but still, I mean, there are probably some people that still haven't seen it. This is only the week after. Right. And, right. and even though we're recording this Wednesday, this will be dropping Friday or Saturday for everyone else, but our Patreon supporters get yes. to go ahead and enjoy all of this wonderful content exclusively for a brief amount of time. Um, but what I but I will what I will say about this movie uh, without truly spoiling it, but while still alluding into some things, there are a lot of great things about this movie, thematically speaking, because the antagonist and a protagonist both have a calling from a mystical weapon. That mystical weapon is harming both of them when they use it, and. In the end, the wielders of these present a situation where it is the choice between hate or love. And I thought that was something amazing given that this was a Taika Waititi movie where you just expect to get nothing but comedy. The other thing that I truly loved about this movie is that they still found while leaning heavier into the humor a way to still tweak the formula because each one of these solo movies is here is the solo character and eventually they experience the, the ordeal, what they have to overcome. And then they band others together and they win the day in this. Literally, I'm telling you, if you look at this movie as a whole, Thor continuously goes through the movie, every encounter there are less team members than before. And so, oh, so, it's, it's, so it's like the inverse model. Of exactly. All the exactly. <laughs> which again is a story I loved. Now, the yeah. other thing too, that I will say, and I, I don't mean to, to taint your view of it. However, I feel that this is kind of an important part. This whole story, this movie we're experiencing is a tale being told to us by Cork. Cause it, it like in the trailers, it's, this is, this one's right out there. He's like, let me tell you the story about the space Viking. So Uh, in that that amazing Kiwi accent. Yes. And, and so it's a situation where the, this hyper reality story we are being told in some instances is because we have the unreliable narrator. And I, I just got to say unreliable narrator about a Marvel movie. Come on. Yep. yep. 
Yeah, so it's a it's a wonderful romp, and especially as long as you go into it with exactly what you expect for it, which is just just distract me from the world for the next two hours. Yeah. That's what I want. Totally. You know, yeah, it's summertime, right, man? Give me those summer blockbusters. That's what summertime movies should be all about. Is just like having fun and like hanging out and taking your pants off when you go to a steakhouse once in a while. No, not- no. no? That's still not allowed. I mean, I don't know what it's like in Salt Lake, but it seems like a pretty conservative area. Thanks a lot, Obama. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Uh, So Thor and Love and Thunder got a big... I mean, I enjoyed it so much. I saw it with Emily on Thursday night and then promptly said, you're really going to like this, honey. Why don't we see it Sunday morning during the cheaper showing? Uh, And Blair ended up coming with us too. So that was my parental judgment call. it did it... Because I know I am of a large, like a small minority, I guess, because a, a large m- minority would almost make it a majority, but uh, that really enjoyed the second Thor movie. Did this make you want to give the the the, the Dark World a, a, a second chance at uh, all? Actually, I have recently been revisiting many of the movies. Well, yeah. while not adhering to any structure and, and the Thor movies are ones that I recently went through, probably prompted by one of the trailers dropping, but yeah. I, I had recently gone through them because I always felt, you know, I was really harsh on the dark world. And is it really mm-hmm. <clears throat> that bad of a movie? And, you know, my opinion is that it's not, it, it was actually still, it was a good movie and Oh, I know what it was. It was seeing Ragnarok prompted me like one of the time because Ragnarok is Denise's favorite of the Marvel really? movies. It is if if there were a playback counter on Disney Plus or our library for Thor that's, Ragnarok, that's, that's the one that is. And I don't blame her because it is it's yeah. the best. But uh, it even it takes elements and makes them more enjoyable. When you go back and watch the dark world, when you, when you hear the actual dramatic music playing that the chorus makes almost mocks in, in the play of, of, uh, Ragnarok. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, the, uh, that's actually, uh-huh. that is actually the music there and they're playing this dramatized version and, 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 you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. And in this case, you know, that's when you, you start to remember the funny things of like, oh yeah, during like phase two, I think it was it, like, there was always somebody losing an arm in the entertainment media, even right down to agents of shield, Phil Coulson lost one. Yes. And in that movie, Loki or Thor loses Thor. his in the illusion that's being yes. cast. So, you know, it's like, it, it, it was just. It, it it made Dark World a lot more enjoyable. You know, the plot is still Good. just weird, and and I I still have a problem with like Thor's sudden entrance. It's like I, I don't know. Like I would have expected yeah. more of the crashing and the sound of the of the Bifrost really distracting the shit out of us off oh, screen. Instead, he's instead he shows up. He's just like just it, oh, there he, he is in the archway. Oh, uh, yeah, hey. yeah. No. Well, and, and and of of that movie, like I I felt that they like the 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 dark elf battle and everything. I want to see that whole movie. Like it's it's not even like it, uh, an act. It's just an introduction at the very beginning. Like I like I could watch that whole movie in and of itself. In, in instead of the late eighties uh, uh metal band album cover, we briefly got at the beginning of the movie. 
Honestly, it's so, like, and that's it, man. They keep recreating those moments now in these movies, too. There's always one where you're like, that would make an awesome metal band album cover. Oh, that would yeah. make an awesome album cover. That would make an and awesome. Then, and then they made a movie that was based off of an album cover. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Thor Love and Thunder, big thumbs up for me. And, and yeah, Dark World, I think I think it's, it's good to kind of go back and give them all a chance. Although, admittedly, I think I was reading something else when I went back over the original Thor. So, uh, But uh, all that said, the last thing I kind of want to hit on, because it just wrapped up, uh, what is it, uh, yesterday? Because today's Thursday, right? I don't know. It is Thursday. Uh, Miss Marvel on the MCU in on Disney right. Plus finished up. And Trent, I got to tell you, I'm very interested to hear your opinion because I believe this was the best executed MCU Disney Plus show of them all. Now, now that's interesting. I've yet to watch it. All I know about it, it, it of all the um, uh, interpretations of character, it is the one that deviates the furthest from the source material. Well, I'll tell you right now, they definitely cast the right lead because Good. the actress whose Good. name I cannot remember, uh, forgive me, uh, but she she just really embraces the character. And then during the EPK that you can also watch on Disney Plus, you find yeah. out that she had she was a big Miss Marvel fan as a oh, kid, good. being excited about seeing you know someone like her on the cover. Sure. So then hearing that like this this I realistically her first acting gig becomes becoming that character. It just as a fan it blows well, my mind. But she's also like, completely adorable. And I cannot imagine like how like. Uh, uh, a casting director that is is yoked with finding a lead, not only a young actor but a hap maybe like less experienced. Because mm -hmm. there's there's nothing that can pull me out of a movie faster than a kid who's acting like he's acting. Yeah. Rather than just being in the scene. Oh God, it's the worst. Not in not in play here, man. Not in play here. Good. It just just a, okay. It was the best that pulled off. That has me really excited because I love the source material and they kind of screwed themselves of ever using um, the Inhumans uh, in the MCU with their TV show that tanked horribly. Okay, Trent, oh. I got to blow something. I got to do it. I'm sorry. Do it. Spoilers, do it. It folks. You got a warning right now. Uh, five, four, three, two, whatever. There is a moment in the season finale where... Somehow she's got a best friend that is able to is also a geneticist and a biomechanical engineer because he could early in an earlier episode somehow with a tablet could tell that the power was somehow coming from her in getting her Not powers, which which you'll see how it happens. Okay. okay. And he says, but it's not just that it, there's something Kamala, there's something different about you. There's like a <gasps> mutation interesting now i say all this because you have to think now take a step back 20th century fox had the rights to everything mutant so knowing they're going into movies the marvel publishing titles pivot from mutants to inhumans right, right. They and did, yeah Miss Marvel comes up in that time and there's no way she's not going to be considered an inhuman because they're not going to give 20th century Fox rights to that character that, that right, it no became way. very popular. Um, but now, uh, what's his name? Ike Palmer is not involved at all. Right. 
Kevin Feige's in charge, and he's like, you know what? It's okay that she's a mutant because we only came up with that because of this. Because we couldn't do it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting, man. Okay, cool. Very cool. Yeah. Now, uh, last question I have about it. Uh, uh, one of my all-time top three favorite Marvel characters uh, has been kind of her sidekick in the comics for a long time, but he's an inhuman lockjaw, the dog. No, Ciders. No, no, no. Sorry, man. But 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 I'll tell you that um, again. This is this is really well acted. It's really well yeah. put together. And most importantly, considering this is a story about a girl from Jersey suddenly being thrust into this. Not just Jersey, Jersey City, my friend. Yeah, shit is raw in Jersey City. You couple all of that together. And and the important thing is it's not an unrealistic story and the stakes aren't too high. You know what I mean, dude? And that's like this 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 newest generation of of uh, Marvel IP, at least from the source material, they've done such a good job of doing that, making these characters um, uh, aspirational, right? So mm -hmm. so that so that you can you can see reflections of yourself in them. Uh, we can't see ourselves like you know sometimes it takes a, a cognitive leap to see yourself as Wolverine, right? Yeah. Um, but like people like you know like like Squirrel Girl like uh, 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 Moon Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur uh, Miss Marvel it, it is it's it is a more relatable character despite the fantastic right mm -hmm. so it's so it it, it yeah I, I'm I, I'm excited for the time you get to see that but since you haven't even seen Moon Knight which is whew, that was bonkers but yeah, it was I, I can was, only imagine. It was okay. It was good. I mean, I I think everybody thematically had some issues with the way that story plays out. But uh, the one thing I will also spoil about Thor: Love and Thunder is that every character, including Miss Marvel minus Spider Man, because of IP rights, is in the uh, the opening Marvel Studios logo. Like from Moon oh, Knight, really? every everybody up to that point is represented, and that keeps uh, happening with all the shows too. So heroes or, and villains, or just heroes? I I've only noticed the heroes, my friend. Okay, yeah, but gosh, I but I mean Moon Knight's in there. <laughs> uh, Antihero, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank, Frank Castle. Uh, oh, no, no, no. None of the, uh, I wouldn't no, say none of the, none of the Netflix, Netflix shows, shows yet, although they are on Disney yeah. Plus now. I'm sure you know that. And right? and they're, we, we've seen uh, Wilson Fisk make the jump, and it's been uh, speculated that um, uh, the, dare, the Daredevil actors is going to be uh, recast uh, as the same character. Yeah, yeah. No, I that's, Feige came out and said that, that yeah. you know, before No Way Home came out, he said if... Uh, if there's a Matt Murdock in the MCU, it would be Charlie Cox. And Cox, then, that's, and then, in, yes. and then after I sent you the, uh, the code, I'm sure you did finally watch no way home. Yes. And, and as you saw, suddenly there's Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Yep. <laughs> Still, by the way, amazingly rewatchable movie. God, I love no way home. Um, man. Yeah. There's so much media you're just missing out on, but, but you know what movies are somebody else's dream and you got to make your own, right? True that. There you go. So anyway, boy, that's uh this all the nerdy crap I really wanted to talk about. I don't know. You got a you got anything you wanted to speak to today? Um I'm currently listening to a book. I cannot recommend it enough. It's called All the Marvels. Uh the guy is a pop culture critic, like he writes about pop culture or uh pop music, excuse me. He's a pop music critic. 
And he's a big Marvel fan, so he read all the Marvel comic books. All 60,000, some 40,000, some, some odd. And he uh, has given you uh, a very accessible, uh, anti-gatekeeping, uh, fun, especially if you're listening to it, uh, way to learn everything there is to know about the Marvel Universe. And uh, he, he even gives like different, like... The first like third of the book is just how how to access it. Like like where do you start? Like why it's amazing. So good. It's called All the Marvels. Cannot recommend it enough. Noted. Thank you very much. Trent. Yeah. It is running a little late, but if we take five minutes, I do have one more little story I can share. Cause as Go I was on. as I was looking at my phone, my iPhone thirteen, I believe, it is new. Let me tell you a story about how I got here. <laughs> and it also comes back to if you're going to be a Karen or a Chad, commit to the bit and see it through. Okay. Uh, very okay. long story short, my daughter Emily was under the impression that her iPhone was dead. It was not working like, anymore because she couldn't send text messages. Oh, not bricked, but like it was, was having some issues. Yeah. No matter what, she could receive text messages, couldn't send them. Wanted a free another phone anyway, and we were ready for an upgrade. We were eligible yeah, because I hadn't realized I've had the same damn phones through the entire pandemic. Yeah, before then, and I never even questioned upgrading because it was just that much a part of my life now. Yeah. Uh, so she wanted an upgrade. I'm like, you know what? Fine. The kid's graduating. We can do this. Totally. By the way, I'm also a horse owner. That's a story for another time. Um, well, technically, legally, contractually, she is. But <laughs> anyway, the uh, the phone was having an issue. So I'm like, well, what do you want? She said what she wanted. I went on the website. I got a replacement. And I'm like, it'll be here in two to three days. And because she is still in her teens, that would have meant death, apparently. that There was something that would have happened. The world, my friend, stops. You are cutting like that's the that's cutting off the pipeline that is their life force. Exactly. Exactly. Right? That's exactly. what was happening. So I uh I got uh I I said, okay, that's fine. We'll we'll find one locally. Let me just cancel this. And I go to cancel it. I get the email, and the email says, you know, uh, uh, you can cancel anytime up to shipping. And I'm like, great. So I go into my account, nothing in there. What? Nothing in there. I and I continue. I, I try and call them. Like, oh, sir, it's uh, uh, no, no, that, that was, I hadn't called them yet. But I'm trying, and there's nothing in my account. Nothing in my account. Nothing in my account. The next thing that shows up in my account is just a shipment notification. That's it. Just the ship. So I've gone from uh, six to midnight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like that. In rage. <clears throat> so I call. I get somebody, I explain the situation. I'm like, look, we both know this hasn't shipped. I, I'm, I, this isn't acceptable. You know, I just, I'm going to go get my kid a phone today. I don't need this one. You know, why bother shipping it out? And somehow it got from, can you help me to, if we can't do anything about this, I will leave AT&T. I will leave. I will be gone. I shall take my business henceforth forth elsewhere. You, you'll vote with your wallet. Right. right. But, but most of the time, too much of a wimp to commit. I can finally get some type of acquiescence. 
and right. then we can get through it. Not in this time, my brother. I crawled way up the corporate ass trying to find that polyp of hope. Man, yeah. That's a visual. Something to hold on to. It's so just less slippery. Yeah, that, that we could just cancel this order. They wouldn't make it happen. Now, the at the very end, while I'm doing there, I'm like, well, what does Verizon have going on? Trent, not only did I hold true and take my businesses to AT&T. Holy shit. Everyone has new phones and I'm actually saving money. Saving money because Verizon's like, yeah, we used to be known as the really expensive ones, one, right? Yeah, but you know, we've we've le leveled the playing field. Like all of the credits I got for being a new account, I'm like, I first of all, I'm not paying a bill for three months. Holy shit! Yeah. So, but the whole thing was, it just felt really good for me to actually yeah, follow through. But I gotta admit, the only reason why I got there is because Denise looked at me and said, "So, where are we getting phones from?" You said you were leaving, and I'm like, "Yeah, all right." Oh, you went full full Costanza at that point. Yeah, I'm like, "All right, we're doing it. That's it." Oh, whoa! I didn't know I could do because George. That was amazing. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. She's just like, "Well, you said you were going to do it." It's just like, "Nut up or shut up." And I was just like, "All yeah. righty." It's true, dude. Yeah, this is it. I'm doing it, and it, I did. And it worked out, dude. It it really did, but it was just it was so funny. The only bad thing was, I think that actually might have been a day where I had reached out to you about potentially recording, and and basically that orde ordeal became the entire like three quarters of the day. Right. Yeah. You know? I oh, I can only imagine. Well, and plus on uh, added on top of that, like there's the the pressure of escalating. There's the pressure of escalating it. Shit, I've gone too far. Yeah. Now what are we gonna do? Yep. Then the adrenaline of like, holy shit, they were, everything worked out. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a real hero's journey for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it really was. Yeah, you you and you and Homer. Yeah, it was it was it was something. I just I I wanted to share it though because honestly speaking, I felt like such a stupid asshole for like even saying I'd take my business elsewhere. <laughs> because let me tell you something: the phone calls got longer because I said them. Like, all right, sir. Well, in that case, I'm going to have to have you call our retention department. Oh god! Because now it's supposed to be somebody specialized to do whatever they could to make sure. Yeah. I stay. I'm like, our script doesn't have anything for this. What do I do? No, he's really going. I don't. What do I? The, the biggest. Well, the whole thing that was really frustrating for me in it was just that I many many moons ago I actually worked for AT&T and I know the reason why it's so dysfunctional it's because it's always this it's this massive network of things that have been pieced together and they kind of work but they don't quite work all friendly and nice and and that was the situation you know the system just did what it was gonna do and there was nothing anyone could do because now it's officially in a ship state state so they can't do anything about it and right. you know in the end it arrived and you know, it was so stupid. And by the way, if you want to know if I subscribe to the House of Petty, I do. Because they, the as I said, that phone shipped. It arrived here. And their people on the phone told me I needed to take it to the AT, local AT&T corporate store to return it. And I'll be goddamned if I didn't use the bag my Verizon phones came home with me in. Oh, shit. That is awesome. To bring the phone in. Like, yeah, I need that to return this. Awesome. 
are, are you sure you got it here, sir? No, I'm sure. Yeah, no, trust me. They they told me to come here. And in the end, of course, naturally, they couldn't. They didn't. They weren't able to actually return it at the store. So then I had to take oh, it back home. Back Phone Jesus. again, which in itself was an art. I mean, like the whole thing, it was just like every time AT&T involved, it was complete dysfunction. Verizon, however, is like, by the way, do you do you get any of these tax documents? Okay, well, then you could be a business account instead. And that's how I've got more incentives and better rates. Yep. Yeah, it's true. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a business strength. I'm a businessman. I got you're, business account. I'm me doing, business you're doing science too. I'm putting in the time doing the science, put liquid paper on a bee paper it, on it, a bee's wings. and it died. Oh man. I love stepbrothers. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's it guys. We got nothing else. We, we're done. We're done with this. We, he, the guy's tired. listening to me. Talk stick a fork in us. We're done. We're done. But uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Sorry, either nobody's there or the chat didn't work. You know, it's one or the other, Trent, 50%. Yeah, um, you know, and and hey, better odds in Vegas. Exactly. So if we were supposed to interact and we couldn't, I apologize. I'll get it worked out next time. Honestly speaking, we set all this up and then like literally I came, I went to go do something. I came back in and we're like five minutes of and the encoding computer had blue screened, which I'm like this version of windows can still do that. <laughs> and apparently Trent, yes, it can. Huh? Yeah. So it, it had a, a different kind of blue screen and it restarted. Thankfully it's been with us the whole way, but again, nobody, nobody cares about the behind the scenes stuff. You just care about the good talk. And I hope you experience some with us tonight. I know I always enjoy talking to my, my good friend, Trent, uh, just in the same way that I liked, uh, talking with Tony, which was funny. Cause he instantly came in and he said, well, it will, if I can make any guess, it's you've got a type because baseball cap beard. I'm just saying he just needed the glasses and then he had some, what do you know? It was nuts. Uh, but anyway, uh, I always enjoy talking to you and I always enjoy, uh, speaking at all of you so very much appreciate each and every one of you again. Welcome Zach as a Patreon subscriber. Welcome back. Uh, Sean, we are so happy to have you until next time. My name's will and I'm Trent and we will be back soon. With Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. Oh. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. Netheads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. trying to wrap up the show just you know let's close it down i don't know what's going on dogs are barking like nuts out there you you can't hear that no hi like is it like is 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 there an intruder in the home i nobody's messaged me i don't know fingers crossed man fingers you hear that i did hear that actually yeah yeah that's yuki she she got a mouth on her Aww, as you can girl. hear she she actually is oh i know what it is my my wife and, and emily went to the uh the fancy red circle store 
uh, while we were doing this. They've probably, or either they hadn't left yet and they're leaving now, or they are returning and still outside. So yeah, because that's, I'll know you're breaking into my garage if you've somehow opened the door and Yuki thinks somebody's coming home. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what that was. So it is, it is the safest, uh, possibly most expensive uh, alarm system you'll ever have. Yeah, exactly. So speak. Yeah, man, dude, I took them for their wellness checks last week. Why do I have dogs? Why? Why? 